Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to r slash no sleep. If you're getting ready to go to bed right now, this episode is not for you. The same man is appearing behind my friends on Zoom, but we live hundreds of miles apart. Hi, everyone. It was our weekly D&D session. Greta, Johnny, Zach, and I had been best friends on campus, but our jobs put us all over the country. This D&D campaign, meeting up every Saturday afternoon on a video call, made us all feel a little closer. It was the highlight of my week. But not this time, because about 15 minutes in, motion caught my eye. Behind Greta, out on the sidewalk, a man was walking by. People walked by all the time. Her apartment window faced the busy streets, but this man looked different. He was wearing mostly black and walked with a strange limp as he made his way past her window. And something almost looked familiar about him. I clicked on Greta's image, maximizing her video feed, but he was too far away and the resolution was too low to see his face. And then he was gone. Weird. Alison, what did you roll? My attention snapped back to the game. Uh, sorry, it's a three. As Greta described an epic failure where my rogue's bow malfunctioned and hit her square in the face, I aimlessly stared at Zach's video feed. He looks good. We dated for a few months way back when, but things didn't work out. Maybe they could work out now, but long distance, it would be difficult. Besides, I wasn't ready for a relationship right now. I was six months sober, trying to get my life on track, trying to forget this trash show that was my senior year. And then another flash of motion caught my eye behind Johnny. Johnny was sitting at the local Starbucks, loudly slurping a caramel macchiato through his straw. Behind him, people walked to and fro, a mother with a crying little girl, two teenage boys shoving each other and laughing. But that wasn't what caught my eye. Beyond them, in the parking lot, was a tall man dressed in black. Huh. I clicked on Johnny's feed and leaned into the screen. Again, the resolution was too low to make out his face, but he seemed to be wearing the same bowler hat the same long black jacket has to be a coincidence greta lived down in oklahoma hundreds of miles away from johnny it couldn't be the same guy there was no way roll for damage allison i grabbed the t20 off my desk when i looked back at johnny's screen the man was gone i shook my head just a coincidence i sucked in a breath as the die clattered against the wood 18 i said looking back at the screen nice zach said sarcastically My eyes snapped to his screen. He was sitting in his usual spots on the moldy green couch in the living room. For a second, I imagined myself sitting next to him, snuggled up against his shoulder. His face was in shadow now, as sunlight streamed through the gauzy curtains behind him, but I could still make out his bright blue eyes, the curves of his rugged jaw. Maybe I should take my chances. I know I had a lot of emotional baggage, a lot of things to work on, but maybe we could work on them together. Maybe I froze movement from behind the curtains a silhouette walking by a silhouette with a limp my blood ran cold no 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 there's no way the shadow passed disappearing beyond the edge of the window uh guys i started my voice wavering did any of you see that that 
that guy with the bowler hat and the limp Greta's eyebrows furrowed and then she said something that froze every muscle in my body You mean the guy that's standing right outside your window? I whipped around then I ran over to the window I thought I saw a flash of movement a sweep of black, but only for an instant or was it my imagination? The grass rippled in the wind and the pine tree swayed but the sidewalk and the street were empty I I saw him in each of your videos. I stuttered wearing all black right with the hat and the long jacket and the- I only saw him in your video Greta replied You're saying you saw that guy in our videos I nodded but the confused mutters from the other players told me they hadn't seen him only Greta had seen him walking by behind me I bit my lip my hands frozen on the keyboard weird coincidence Zach said finally but a lot of people wear black coats and a lot of bald guys wear hats but he was limping too glitch in the matrix kind of thing then Zach replied shrugging I don't know can we resume playing though Greta started up again and I leaned back in my chair sighing I tried to forget about the man though and put all my focus on the game for almost an hour everything went fine and then I saw it at the very edge of Greta's screen, just barely poking out from behind the window frame, was the man. All I could see was his sleeve, half of one of his legs, and a shiny black shoe. How long has he been standing there? Greta, he's right outside your window, I nearly shouted. Greta paused for a second, then she got up, went over to the window, and peered out. I don't see anyone, she said finally, sitting back down. But the instant she sat back down, he stepped out into frame he limped out into view onto the sidewalk i still couldn't see his face but i could tell that his head was turned as if he were looking into greta's window he made his way down the sidewalk and disappeared and then stepped into johnny's video his stride didn't even break it was like he just seamlessly walked from one video feed to the next he walked down the sidewalk outside the starbucks his head still turned as if staring in at johnny and then his shadow appeared behind the gauzy curtains at Zach's. He appeared to slow down like he was taking his time, staring in at Zach through the translucent curtains. His halting, limping steps jerked his whole body as he made his way across. Then he walked out of view, and I knew it was my turn. I jumped out of my chair and ran to the window. Half of me expected to see nothing, just an empty street and sidewalk. But no, it wasn't empty. In the darkening dusk, I could see the man standing on the other side of the streets, eyes hidden in the shadows beneath his bowler hats. My blood turned to ice. I stood there, frozen at the window. We stared at each other for a few seconds, and then he lifted his hand and curled his index finger, beckoning me. I backed away from the window. My legs trembled beneath me. There was no way this could even happen. Whoever that man was, he wasn't real because there was no way he could instantly be in Oklahoma, then Ohio, then New York. My legs hit the chair. I turned around, away from the window, back to my friends. Except they weren't there. Each video feed was malfunctioning. A jumble of pixelated shapes, lagging and jumping and twisting together. Greta, Johnny, Zach, I shouted. Only a distorted series of clicks answered me. I turned back to the window. The man was closer now, standing in the middle of the street. I wrenched the window open. Hey, get out of here, I shouted, trying to hide the fear in my voice. I'm calling the cops. I ran around the house, making sure every door was locked. Then I went up to my room and locked the door. I hid myself in the blankets and began to sob. But I didn't call the cops. Because 
I finally knew why he looked familiar. Senior year, the party, the four of us piling in the car. My car. I feel fine, I'd said, waving off any concerns about driving drunk. But I was drunk. Just not total blackout drunk like the other three. I was the only one who'd seen the man walk out into the crosswalk. The tall man, dressed in black, which camouflaged him in the night. But I didn't see him soon enough. The brake screeched underneath me, but it was too late. A sickening thump. The bowler hat went flying off into darkness. What? What was that? Greta slurred from the back seat. Azak puked and Johnny drifted in and out of sleep. N- not nothing i'd replied before gunning it and tearing out onto the highway i pull the blankets tighter around me and pray for him to leave but even now i can hear something above me coming from the attic the thump the thump the thump the footsteps of a limping man i'm not sure i'll survive the night i'm writing this so at least somebody knows what happened if i don't make it i'm sorry wow how about that for a first story on this subreddit. That was thrilling. I was getting tingles myself. I was getting shivers down my spine reading that one. That was enthralling. Wow. Wow. I mean, even that has made my heart jump. Jesus. Guys, the reason I'm making an episode on r slash no sleep is because a lot of you recommended that I check out some creepier stuff on Reddit. If you didn't know, horror stories and creepypastas and r slash no sleep was how I found out about Reddit and fell in love with it in the first place. So yeah, today I'm bringing you guys a couple of stories that I've read recently that I absolutely loved, starting with that one. I mean, how about that for a story? But I've got another one for you. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I filled in a survey at an ATM. It was the most bizarre experience in my life. As a broke college student, I often work shifts until late at night. After finishing my shifts, I sometimes stop by an ATM to pick up cash on my way home. With no lines, it was much quicker to use during these late hours than during the day. A few weeks ago, my routine was the same as always. I stopped by the ATM, checked my balance, and silently bemoaned the miserable state of my bank accounts. How much would you like to withdraw? Seeing the message on the luminescent blue screen, I reluctantly keyed in $100. Processing complete. Before withdrawal, would you like to complete a survey for a reward? That was odd. I'd never heard of surveys being conducted over ATMs, but I thought I'd just made a new discovery. My finger hovered over the button adjacent to the no below the question on the screen before eventually pressing the button adjacent to yes. I was broke. A few minutes in exchange for a small reward wouldn't hurt. Little did I know about what would happen next. Have you had odd or strange dreams recently? Weird. I expected it to ask basic information first, like my age or gender. Maybe the bank wants to do a survey on the general population. But to ask about dreams was just odd. After some thought, I pressed the no button. After the loading bar showed for a moment, the next question flashed across the luminescent screen. Would you like to? What? Feeling goosebumps rise in my arms, 
I was beginning to feel creeped out. Nonetheless, I pressed the no button again. Within an instance, bold red words flashed across the screen, creating a stark contrast against the light blue background. Do not look behind you until the survey is complete. What the hell? I reeled back slightly in shock. Almost immediately, I heard the rustling of clothes and heavy footsteps behind me. It was the first time someone else had come and used the ATM at the same time I do. I wanted to look behind me, but with the ominous message on the ATM screen, I was too afraid to. I thought that I was being irrational, but I decided to follow the instruction anyway. Are you dreaming now? I could see a shadow of someone behind me on the ground. I scoffed nervously upon reading the question and pressed the no button. Are you sure? When the message showed up, I felt the presence behind me move forwards. I could feel them breathing down the back of my neck. I moved closer to the ATM. I could feel them moving closer too. Excuse me, can you please step back a bit? I asked meekly, still not turning to look behind me. No reply. I could still feel the person's warm breath on my neck, now feeling moist from the vapor. I held my breath and pressed the yes button. Are you really sure? The capitalized letters almost seemed to shake as they showed on the screen. I could smell the person's breath now. It was indescribably putrid, so much so that I gagged involuntarily. I was sweating all over. My heart was pounding and my chest was tightening. Every inch of my body was screaming at me to look behind me, to just turn around and cause a scene by letting my fight or flight response activate but the previous message held me back. Do not look behind you until the survey is complete. I repeated it like a mantra in my head, restraining myself from looking behind me. I don't know how long it took for me to finally press the yes button with my trembling hands. It could have been just a few seconds, but it felt like an eternity. Thank you for completing the survey. I clutched at my chest as I watched my $100 bill come out of the ATM. Taking the bill, I slowly turned to look behind me. There was no one there. I could swear there was someone, but it was as if they had disappeared into thin air. The nearby streets were empty and I never heard the sound of someone walking away. I stuffed the money into my bag, fleeing as quickly as I could. I didn't want to stay there any longer. The way back home was a blur and I only remember collapsing on my bed, exhausted. The next day, I asked my friends and colleagues if they had similar experiences, but was only met with puzzled looks searching online yielded no results either. I chalked up my experience to a dream, ironically enough. Either that or I was having hallucinations due to a lack of sleep. Whatever it was, I was still irrationally fearful of the idea of using an ATM. When I ran out of cash, I visited the bank and spoke to an actual bank teller to withdraw money. When she informed me of my balance, I was shocked to find out that there was an additional 10,000 to my previous. I told her that there must have been some kind of mistake with the amount and I also took the opportunity to ask if the bank was running ATM surveys in the area. Again, I was met with a puzzled look. She told me that they didn't have ATM surveys and that there weren't any records of a transfer of $10,000 into my bank account recently. In fact, records showed that it was the first deposit into my account after it was created. I left the bank dumbfounded. The $10,000 is still in my bank account and I don't know what to do with it. There's one more thing that I didn't mention. What haunts me the most about my experience was a sentence that flashed across the ATM screen briefly after the thank you message. We look forward to your continued participation. And wow, there we go. That's the end of the second story. Again, I'm getting shivers. 
Oh, I don't really know if the point of this is for it to scare me as well, but I'm, bit, I'm getting a little bit scared, guys. Uh, for goodness me. There we go. That is going to be the end of this one. Um, let me know your thoughts down below on this entire concept. If you do want to see it again, I said I would trial one episode and that would be that. So it's now up to you guys. If you want to see it again, I need to see some support. I need to see likes, comments, views, etc, etc streams if you don't want to see it again by the way that is absolutely fine i really enjoyed it i'm not gonna lie as i said this is how i first got into reddit in the first place so um yeah that felt like a very cyclical video for me a very uh very nice moment and i didn't did thoroughly enjoy those two stories but um yeah if you didn't no worries at all we won't do it again as i said in that video before i just want to try experimenting with new things and this is one of those things so yeah let me know and also finally before i go what is more creepy if we are to do this again as a face cam this or this? You let me know for next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.